Welcome to the Quantum Leap Your Business in Life podcast. My name is Bethany London, and I am an energetic VC supporting CEOs and entrepreneurs in multiplying revenues and opportunities of their business through intuitive guidance and energetic healing. I am obsessed with finding and releasing blocks so that you can start receiving the guidance and opportunities that will be bringing you quantum leaps with ease. If you are looking to upgrade your business, life, spirituality, or need a perspective shift to flow, you've come to the right place. Leave it to me to pull out the juicy stories, quantum leap hacks, and how our inspiring guests have tackled obstacles and gotten into the flow to reach new heights of success. My intention is to bring clarity and massive awareness that infinite possibilities are everywhere. Your next moment could be a miraculous one. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Let's uncover their strategies, have fun, and see how we can quantum leap together. I am so excited to be here with Marissa today. I met her through a mutual friend who was like, you guys need to meet. She does Reiki. She's a healer, but that's not even her thing. She is a luxury design consultant for websites, and she owns an amazing platform that uh, we will get totally get into. But yeah, I would love for you to introduce yourself as well, if you have any other good nuggets to share. Oh, thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. So I'm the founder and owner of Allure. We specialize in branding and website development, and we have an all-in-one, all-inclusive website platform. And I'm originally from New York, but I live in Florida now, and I'm I'm a twin mom, so I'm divorced. I have twins and a puppy that I just love. So that's it. That's all about me <laughs> in a nutshell. But that's the start. That's the start. We're going to get into it. So what I loved about Marissa is we had a Zoom actually last week and I'm like, girl, we need to be recording this. We need to be recording this. This is so good. <laughs> She's like, no, 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 we can, we'll just set it up to do again. But one of the things I loved about her is the care that she has for her clients. And it's almost like she is inspired by her clients and through this, she creates magical results of, yeah, the web, the websites, the branding. Um, she has an all-in-one agency of PR, copywriting, all that juiciness that I personally have struggled with. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> but what also is amazing is how you leaned into this because you mentioned last week how like it was like, you started at zero and you're like, I'm going all in. You you had a move to Florida and I would love for you to share that because it was really juicy. Of course. Yeah. So like I had mentioned, I'm divorced. I, I did go through a divorce. It wasn't what I really wanted to have in my life, but I think everything happens for a reason. I think it made me stronger, made me a better mom for my kids because I was able to really provide what I want for them. But that doesn't mean that it was all easy. So I did move from New York to Florida during my divorce. I've always been an artist. I was in event planning and marketing and designing logos and websites. I originally went to FIT, 
Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City. So art has just always been a part of my life. But when I had my twins, I had my spiritual awakening and I had no idea that I had all of these beautiful gifts to share, but I just didn't know how I was supposed to use them. I thought I was supposed to be a healer and open up a spiritual center. And I tried to do that. It didn't work. I definitely tried on a lot of different hats throughout my journey, but I always came back to design. Like I knew that that's where my passion was. So I moved down to Florida with 26 cents in my bank account, and I decided that it was time to start my business. And I was scared. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how I was going to put food on the table for my kids or, you know, pay my car payment because I wanted to have like the most luxurious platform. You know, I wanted to use Kajabi at that time for my business, but it just, it didn't feel right because I just felt the stress of starting my business rather than the focus on bringing in clients. I felt like my, my main focus at that time was just pay, being able to pay my business bills that was supporting me in my business. So at that point, it's like the energy I had was just, it, it was just anxiety just constantly. So I, you know, I really leaned in to the message that I kept hearing was you're supposed to do more than just build websites. And at that time I, you know, I leaned in, I was like, wow, okay, I'm supposed to bring my intuitive gifts into this. So I noticed that whenever I was talking to any of my clients, before I would even get on a call with them, I was able to already see their vision of their brand, where they were going in a year, five years, 10 years, and being able to create a brand that would be able to grow with them and not have to change what with every milestone that they hit because they were continuing to up-level. They needed to have a brand that was going to be strong enough to grow with them. So I really leaned into my intuitive gifts when I was designing, and I realized that that's how I was supposed to put the two pieces together. Yes, I, I do, Reiki. You know, yes, I received messages but for me, it's like my zone of genius was looking at someone's business and being like, oh my goodness, these are your brand's colors. This is the feel. This is the, the tone of voice that you're supposed to be using. And this is how your website is supposed to look and be able to look at all of their offers and see which ones they should be planning first and then planning for the rest of the year. And it just, it grew from there. I really did not think that I would be as far as I have come when I was looking at my bank account, having 26 cents in it. Yeah. I want to dive I, into that more. <laughs> yeah. I, I think back to that moment and I've always been the type of person to just leap and say, I'll figure it out. But it wasn't, I'm like, I'm thinking about, it's like, actually it's like, as I'm talking about it, I feel like I have all that energy coming through. Like I can feel it in my chest right now of like how I felt back then, because I wanted it so bad. Mm -hmm. And I knew going back to a nine to five was not going to be it for me. But at that point, I, and I don't want it to, to seem like, Oh, one day I had 26 cents in my bank account. And then like the I next know, I'm day like, I had what like, was, what were the business. incremental steps because there? Like, did you go do Uber not, Eats or like what? <laughs> yeah. Like that's not Get a how business it was. credit so, card. Like, yeah, no, I, I didn't. I was like, I was like, I don't want to do a credit card. I don't want to do this. Cause at that time, I'll be honest, my, my credit was terrible. My ex-husband and I, we had a really tough go around. Our house almost went into foreclosure and it was, it was scary. I can't really say that 
either one of us was really good with money and figuring out what to do with our money and how to make it work for us. So that was a really big growth that I was, I was learning throughout the whole process, but I did go back and get a nine to five job because I knew I had to, right. I couldn't just sit here and, and hope and pray that, you know, my next big client's going to come, but I knew that if I kept putting one foot in front of the other, it's going to happen for me. So I did go back to marketing and I met a lot of people in my town that I'm, that I live in now. And I feel like at that point, that's what I really needed in my life because I was starting over. I didn't have that group of people that was going to cheer me on or, you know, say, Hey, it's been a tough day. Let's, let's go out and grab some lunch because I left everything I knew in New York. So I feel like that's what I really needed at that time. Community. And even though I was focusing on my business, I still did it on the side. So I went back and I worked for a doctor and then I was working for an attorney doing marketing. And I met so many wonderful people that um, it, it helped me feel really good about myself. Like I met my good core group of friends and they are all business owners as well. So seeing that they were business owners, I said, I could do this. Like if they're able to do this and have a thriving business and they're doctors and attorneys and photographers, I can definitely do this. So I feel like at that point, God, the universe, whatever you believe in was telling me, this is what you need at this moment. And the rest is going to come just do it in bite-sized chunks. And that's something that I've always done. I've, I've always gone in really, really hard. And like big picture, because it's like, I could see my big picture for myself, just like I see for my clients. But I also know I'm not just going to jump like 30 feet ahead. Like I'll do 10 and then 20 and 30. And that what that's what works for me. So leaning in and seeing what felt really good for me. Well, also what I want to say, first off, I love that how you kind of see the pathways for people. Cause I do that too for companies, but obviously I'm not looking to do their website or anything or create a brand. So it's really cool. Cause all it's like, we both have a similar gift that we use in different ways for the same reasons. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. But what also I'm hearing from you is the certainty, like you started believing in yourself. And I noticed for me, when I started attracting corporate healers or corporate clients, and business owners, I mean, someone had told me like years ago, years ago, but it wasn't until I started owning it and owning my identity that this is something that I was really amazing at that like the clients started to show up even from like Google. So I'm seeing that in you too, because it's like you started owning it. You created some sort of foundation so you could at least have a foot to stand on or something to stand on, whatever the phrase is like in your life. And then from there and in connections and community, you were inspired and like divinely guided and like really stepped into your power. Yeah, that's exactly what happened because I started to realize the connections I was making in person and that I was supposed to do that like throughout the whole world. Like my purpose was much bigger than my little small beachy town that I live in now. But my human design, I'm a manifesting generator. So I would always have all of these ideas. And then I would, I would kind of get a little bored, to be honest with you. And that's when I realized, like, I'm so good at what I do, like, not to, you know, toot my own horn, but I will a little bit. Like, I love what I do. And I'm so passionate about it. Own it, own it. <laughs> but I'm supposed to also do it for everyone else. So at that point, 
I said, okay, I'm, I'm going online and I'm going to, I'm going to start this. Like I took every single online like business course there was like from coaches. And I even developed like my own design skills a little more. And I learned different platforms and programs and everything you could think of. I was like, I just am like a sponge. I just want to soak it all in right now and literally eat, sleep and breathe starting my business. And my business was at that point, like my name, I changed my name, like my business name so many times because it just didn't feel right. And I knew I was on a journey and I was like, this is okay. I'm going to change this a couple of times until I find that right puzzle piece until it fits. So when I allowed myself to do that too, you didn't beat yourself up because I feel like other people might sabotage that and and maybe give up. (laughs) There were times where I'd be like, Oh, here we go again. We're, we're changing. But I knew that like, we are forever evolving and our business are businesses are forever evolving, but I knew I was supposed to find that thing that clicked. And when I started working with a lot of clients and I was designing their websites, one thing I noticed that they were always saying to me afterwards was how do I use this platform? I I don't know how to use it. It's stressing me out. I want to come back to you and use you, but I am starting my business. I invested what I could right now. So I'm going to have to wait. And they weren't able to move forward in their own business because they felt like they had to constantly lean on me. Then I had other clients that said the same thing at this platform, stressing me out, but you know what? I'm just going to pay you a retainer. You're going to continue to do it because they were at the position in their business to be able to do that. So I always thought about where I was starting in my business and back to that day where I had 26 cents in my bank account. I wanted to use Kajabi. It was like $300 or, or something for me to be able to use the platform monthly. And at that point I said, okay, do I pay my car payment or do I pay my Kajabi platform? And that really, that bothered me because I knew that I was as good as everyone else out there that already had thriving businesses that were using these wonderful platforms that I'm like, for the record, I also use Kajabi for probably a year and a half. I believe it was like $200 a month when I did it. Maybe it was more. And I don't like the idea is that you get the money back because it's so all inclusive. Right. But I'm like, no, it never happened. It didn't happen (laughs) like through that process. So yeah. Yeah. So there was one month where I had to like pause my membership just because things were tight. My business wasn't where it was at that time. And then there was another month where I was like, okay, I'm going to reinstate it. But at that time, my website was down. I wasn't sending my emails to clients. And I felt like I was putting a pause on my own business when I was trying to grow. And that for me was not the type of energy that I wanted. I knew mentally I was all in. But I didn't want the financial piece to stop me from moving forward just because I wasn't there yet. And like, and I really want to put an emphasis on yet because everybody has to start somewhere, right? So that's where my starting piece was. So then at that time, I said, okay, I'm going to work with a few more clients. I'm going to save money. And I'm going to invest in my own platform to make this easier and simple and more affordable for for women, even men, even though I specifically focus on women, but I do have some men that use my platform to be able to use this at whatever stage they are in their business. And that was my big piece. And also a platform that you can go in and it's so intuitive. I was like, I'm an intuitive designer. So I need a platform that's going to be intuitive for my clients too, that if they want to pop in and they want to send an email, if they want to come in and create a landing page, they can totally do it. 
And I've had clients message me afterwards saying, I never thought that I can actually design anything. And because you laid the foundation, I was able to copy and go off of what you did. And I just created my first funnel. And I'm like, yes, that's amazing. And And that makes me so happy. You know, I want every single woman out there to be felt to feel supportive in the platform that they have and within their business that they can grow and scale themselves to. And ha- and when you're ready to have that support team behind you, like we're here, I'm here, but you shouldn't have to wait to get to that point in your business where you're ready to make that investment. So that's why I have the design agency, but I also have the platform available to any woman out there that wants to come in and just start using it. So we have pre-made templates. We have templates that I have personally designed at an affordable price based on your niche to come in and use them. It's a drag and drop platform. There's no coding and the platform starts at $47 a month. So I thought back to where I was at that time starting my business and I could have not gone to Starbucks twice a week in order to afford (laughs) my platform now. And I would have sacrificed that totally. But to, and I don't want to feel like I'm talking bad about other platforms, but I, my whole goal and mission is to make things affordable, but also robust enough to be able to give you what you need in your business. So that's why and support people. And that's why I created, that's why I created Allure. I love it. So curious because doing any sort of technology can take time. I've been involved personally with multiple startups. So I'm curious, like what, how, like from the moment that you decided you're going to create this platform, how long did that take? So I was researching a lot of different platforms and tech, tech software companies a lot. So I found one that was going to be the right fit for me, that they had already created a platform and I purchased the license. So I was able to become an owner and develop it and market it how I wanted to market it. So creating the templates, the design, was that? Yes. I mean, I'm assuming that's still pretty time consuming. (laughs) I had a lot of time in the beginning because I (laughs) I was laid off due to COVID. So due to COVID, I had lost my job and I had no choice at that point, but to go full in on my business and say, we're ripping off the bandaid and we're going to do this. So that's when I, I found the platform, I licensed it and I marketed it and branded it for my own. So I basically took myself and my company through my own journey. I, at that point, I had no idea what the name of my business was going to be. I was still doing Marissa Renee designs. I was doing Marissa Renee designs and website. healing. It was just so many different things, but I said, okay, if I'm going to take this seriously, I'm going to take myself through this entire process and we're going to start off with the name. So I, I remember laying in bed one night and I knew that this was, this was my platform. This was what what I wanted to do and what my mission and purpose was. And I was like, I need a name that's going to scale with me and grow with me. So I'm like channeling myself and I see the letter A and then I see the letter C and then I'm going between the two and I'm like, okay, it's the letter A. So then I start literally just rattling off words that start with the letter A. I'm going through everything. I'm like, it's like three in the morning and I'm awake and I'm just like positive words that start with the letter A. And, oh, and I love it. I'm finding so many different things. 
So finally, I, I think it took me about three days and I started getting really frustrated. So I went back to the letter C and I was like, no, it's not the letter C. I know it's the letter A. And I don't know if it was because at that point I was just too close to my brand. I couldn't really channel anymore for myself, but that's when I just said, okay, I'm going to let like my heart take over and what feels good. So then I found the word allure and I was like, Ooh, I really like that. And then I was like, oh, but there's a magazine called Allure. And I don't want people to Google Allure and then find, you know, the magazine. So then I said, okay, I know that this is my word, but how can I spell it differently? So then my past life started coming through and I have a past life that's in France. (laughs) So good. So I have a past life that's in France and it was actually one of the first past lives I have ever seen that I have ever felt. I was in Connecticut where I had bought my first house and I was getting a massage. My twins at that point were in preschool. So I put them into preschool for three hours a day and that was my time. So I went and I got this massage and I don't know if this masseuse knew how powerful she was like energy wise, but I was literally taken out of my body and I saw past life in France. I had this like beautiful blonde golden hair, like you do Bethany. And I was walking through a field and I felt so alive. But I knew that my, at that point I was from like a higher level in society. Like, I don't know if it was like a princess or something, but I was, I was up there somewhere. I'm like, I see it. I see it. I do past life readings for people all the time. I see it. Oh oh yes. Okay, good. So you (laughs) see it. So I remember wearing this white lacy dress and just feeling free. Like I was able to, you look like you're in a courtyard of a castle. Yes. That's what I'm seeing. And it was like I was running. Yes. Mm. And I was like running. And I was running and it was almost like I was running away from that. Like I had escaped, like they were like, wait, you're supposed to be over here. And I was like, wait, no, I just need to open my arms and spread them open and just like run in a field of daisies kind of thing. But I saw myself and as I turned around, I like, I smiled at myself and I immediately started crying during this massage because I realized that that had to have been one of like my first past lives. Like it felt like home. So I'll never forget that landscaping. It had like a little house and, and the field. So I knew that it was, had something to do with France. So then I start looking up words in French. So then I start looking up, like, how would I spell allure? How would I sound that out? So then I came across a couple of words and it had A-U with apostrophe. And then there was other words that were like lore, L-O-U-R-E, and then I was like, oh my goodness, I need to put these two together. And that's how I'm going to spell allure. So then right away, I'm like, I wake up at like four in the morning and I go right to my computer and I start designing. And then I'm like, okay, now I need to find the font because for me, it's not about having a symbol as my logo. I'm going to use typography as my logo. So I literally took my whole self through this whole process. And I Wait, and, and I got to say 4am, three to 4am is like th- is when the I hear the veil is most open to receiving the intuitive guidance. Oh, that's amazing. I did not know that. So thank you for sharing that with me. Cause yeah. it was that it was so exciting. Like, and no wonder why I'm such a night owl too, because that's when all of my creativity peaks is in the middle of the night. And then I can't sleep at all. And then <laughs> the rest of the day, I'm like, oh, I wish I was sleeping. But anyway, so it was just, it was so exciting to take myself through that own process. So I did that and I felt, I just fell in love with Allure and my brand. And from then 
I've just added on different divisions and it initially started with the platform being all inclusive and a drag and drop builder for my clients. And I kept saying, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be the next Kajabi. I'm going to be the next Squarespace, the next show it. Yes. And it doesn't have to break the bank for people to be able to use this. You don't have to be a designer in order to use this. Like you can figure this out without having a manual because that's how easy the platform is to use. Amazing. And it's and pa- it's happens. like continuous income for you without you having to do additional work because it's automated. I had a a guy on in one of the first few episodes I did and his whole thing is create a company that's automated that you only yes. have to do the work one time and it just continues to replicate and pay you out the the dividends. So that's really, really cool. And the fact that I see you running through the fields of this castle brings in the luxury because you're like, I'm a luxury agency. Yeah. As you say that, I literally have goosebumps. Like I could feel them like on my, my face, like my arms, like that yes. past life really had an impact. It held a lot of meaning to me. So I love that I was able to really bring that into my business. And since I identified that past life and I realized that that's where I was supposed to like bridge this gap on like figuring out what my business is and really leaning into my soul. Like once I got out of my head and I got into my soul, like that's when all the pieces really came together. And from then on, it's just been moving forward and I've added different divisions and now we have PR, we have music. So if you have podcasts like this, we can design your, create your music intro and outro, which is so amazing. Like it's literally like channeled music that is specific for you. Like it's, it's so cool. I love it. Yeah. I'm like, um, I want to acknowledge Marissa because she knows how to listen to her clients, listen to her customers and pivot and open up channels, like not the healing channels, but channels that are going to support them in what they need. Like so many people refuse, you know, companies are, I'll work with companies and they're like so stiff. They're like, no, this is the way we're doing. I'm like, but the pathway is over here. This is the way we're going. And I'm, and it's like, you're literally listening and honoring what's coming through. And so you've created all the, like, yeah, let's talk about all the other aspects of your agency. All the other things. Yeah. I think that's where me being a manifesting generator really comes in because I, I love to do so many things. Like I am a creative soul. Like I don't want to just do one thing. Like that sounds boring. Like we're living, (laughs) like we need to live. Like our businesses are alive. And like, that's what I think, like our businesses are an extension of us, especially if like we are the brand, they need to be alive. Like, you know, when you were younger, like you grew out of your shoes and you needed a new pair of shoes. Like our business is going to need something new and bigger, right. To continue to fit it. So that's where I, so I heard the call that I needed to add copywriting. So like my clients would come to me and they would be like, I don't know what to write. And then I would make this beautiful website for them. But then the, you know, the words just, they weren't fitting or they weren't writing from a sales perspective, even though we're like, I love to write. I'm like, okay, creative writing for yourself is wonderful, but we need to make sure that this is going to speak to your right audience, right? Because you may have like somebody that will read every single word. And if you're going to lose them because you're just storytelling too much and you're not really doing a call to action, then your website is not going to convert for you. So that's when I added on copywriting. So I was like, okay, we've got to do copywriting. And then I have another, another client that came to me and said, 
I want to do, you know, my podcast. And I had actually just met a sound engineer, an audio engineer. And I was like, oh my goodness, like the universe just put this right in my lap. Like, yes, I just met somebody and her music is amazing. And yep, we're doing it. So immediately jump on a call with her. And I was like, hey girl, I'm adding a new division and I need you. So like that came on and that was just so, that was just so fun. And then I heard the call that my clients were like, okay, social media, it stresses me out. I don't know how to write my, my content calendar. And I've got to plan this for the entire year. And I've got this launch, which I do. And it was just all this like anxious energy I was hearing. And I was like, okay, we're going to just reel this in. I got you because I was like, I'm creating this like house for you. I'm creating this foundation. And yes, having a website is really nice, but if it's not going to convert for you, and if all of your other supporting pieces are not technically supporting you, you need the whole puzzle to work. So then that's when I said, okay, we're going to bring in social media. So we're going to do this. So then I brought in a, a marketing director. And then that was fun too, because my, my clients continue to feel supportive after they finish the project with me, after they finish the website, because they already had a team that knew their brand, understood their mission, where they were going. So it wasn't like trying to like, and you have trust plug in you new people and there was trust. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. And then that was another extension of retainers. So now that was more income coming in to Allure. And then I kept saying, I was like, wow, like I see this really growing and scaling. So then the next thing was PR. I'm like, okay. So I actually connected with somebody that specializes in PR and I absolutely like loved her. And then a lot of my clients kept asking me about PR and being in magazines and being on podcasts. So then of course, at that time I had no choice but to say, I got you like, okay, we're going to do this. Like, so it's like, and I want to like, I want to share that. Like, I am not like PR is not my zone of genius. Marketing is not my zone of genius but seeing your mission and knowing where you need to go is and bringing that design. So that's why I knew I needed my supportive team that that was their zone of genius in order to grow and scale Allure. That I see the big picture and now I need to put my team in place to help bring your mission to life. Right. And so that's good. how it came about. And like a thought that's coming to me, two thoughts. First off, your take on chat GPT. My take on, can you say that one more time? Your, your thoughts on chat GPT, the AI. Oh, okay. So my thoughts (sighs) on that, I'm, I haven't jumped. I haven't jumped on that train at all because it really, and I don't want to like throw some negative thing into this, but I really feel like it's, it's taking over the world and like taking over people. And it kind of makes me a little nervous. So I, I haven't really gone that route at all. I have seen that people are, and I think, I think if used properly, it'll be really great, but I just haven't really stepped into that. So I don't really have like a full total spin on it to chat about because I haven't, I haven't personally used it at all. I haven't leaned in and that doesn't mean that I'm not going to, I just feel like it's not, it hasn't called to me yet. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Yeah. It hasn't, I haven't had that call. I haven't had that, like that tug, that pull, like everything else has in, in my life. 
know, people are like, what's your Enneagram number? And I'm like, I've done it like three times. It just never sticks. Like I don't have an interest in it, (laughs) you know, human design. I'm all in. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did my Enneagram too. And I think I was like a three or an eight. I don't even remember the number because it didn't, it didn't click for me. And that's like how I, I go with everything with like all of my business. If I, if I feel that pull, if I feel that tug, I'm like, okay, we're going to make it happen. If not, I'm like, okay, that's just not the hat I'm supposed to wear at this moment, but we'll see. Right. Totally. Okay. And then the other thought I'm like, I don't know if you've even seen my website yet, but it would be interesting for you to like, give your two cents on it. Oh, delete. I'm like everywhere. We're giving two cents away release. (laughs) Okay. So I did take a look at your website. I'm like feedback. I did peek at that. So what I hear is that there is like this next up level for you. Right. So it's like, you're like, you're amazing. Like the, like now, like the two calls that we've had so far, I go to your website and I do not feel the energy truly reflects what you are capable of doing and achieving and accomplishing and where you're going. Like for me, like I see that was Bethany, like two years ago, three years ago. Right. So like, I feel like that's where you are and you're ready for this next this next jump where there has to, there's like, there's a color palette. Like I see like this color palette that's actually coming in for you. That's not really across your entire website yet. There's a lot of beautiful information. You have a lot of yellow offerings. Yes. So it's, it's very, it's very light and bright, but I also feel like it has to ground too. Like, so That's what I'm really, I'm really feeling for you. All said with love, of course. No, I love feedback. (laughs) I I mean, feedback is, yeah, the gateway to up, to up leveling. Even if I don't agree with someone's feedback, I think it's still important to take that in because for whatever reason, I'm reflecting that out. Right. And I want to shift it and release it as a healer and someone that's always looking to evolve and grow. So I actually like zero offense. (laughs) Like even the people that come and like do negative comments on my Instagram or YouTube or whatever, like, thank you for showing up. Like, thank you. You are meant to, your next big thing is going to be like a huge photo shoot. Like I, I, when I went to your website, I saw a lot of different images that I felt like reflected at at different periods of your life. And you need to have one photo shoot right now, like where you are, where you are and how you help your clients now and really bring that across the board. Like there's this whole, like, it's like this rebranding I feel that has to happen for you. And it's not just rebranding within like colors, but it's like a whole like rebranding, like if it's within like your logo and just keeping the same logo, but tweaking it, like putting this new, this new like spin on it to reflect this up-leveling. And I feel like everyone always used the word up-leveling so much. Like I, I don't want to use that word, but I know it. Yeah. I know, you know what I mean Elevating. when I say that. Like, no, I, yeah, um, I use it. So, <laughs> but, but having everything very seamless and cohesive across where it's like the pieces are just, I always refer to a puzzle piece that they're all fitting together and also making sure that there's a, there's a really good balance between copy and images. Sometimes you may lose people if there's too much copy for them to read. Cause think about it. We're all so busy nowadays. Like you have about like three seconds, not even to like capture someone's attention and then yep. say, I want to, I want to stay here. Like I want to learn more. So if it means that there's just one short sentence that literally sums it all up 
and it gets them and they're like, okay, I'm in what, what's going on here. Then that's what, that's what we need. And then later on deeper into your website, we get into the more like in-depth paragraphs and like the homepage has to have a certain layout. So I, my, for me initially it was, it was looking at your homepage and saying, okay, this, this needs to have a little more balance between the text, the copy, and then your offerings too. Got it. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and the photo well, and that, shoot, and that photo like share like, okay. like videographer, like I see like videographer, photo shoot, like really taking like your social media, like behind the scenes. Like, I'm like, what would I wear? I oh my gosh. Let me attire. help you with it. Let me help you. I love this. I'm actually doing a photo shoot at the end of the month for a new client that's I not. And I'm, so, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I also did one for a client in Australia, although I didn't go fly to Australia. We did calls to make sure that her outfits were perfect. She was, she was like messaging me at like, it was like midnight over here. And I'm like, okay, I'm awake for like the next 30 minutes. You got me for 30 minutes. She is shopping and she's sending me pictures and trying things on and sending me videos. And it was, it was so much fun. So much fun. Her photo shoot was (laughs) gorgeous. Oh, so good. So good. I know a ton of photographers too. Like some of my best friends and family are photographers. Honestly, I I love that you like you have that for you because when you when you're building a website and you're building your brand, like images are so important. It's the first thing that we see. Like that's the first thing that people are going to see, get like their first impression off of you before they even start reading anything because it's just that visual effect. So, I mean, I've had clients in the past that would take photos with their phones and I would say, I'm, I'm sorry, but you got to try again. Like, this is not, this is not going to be how you're going to represent yourself, especially right, right. when you're working with Allure and, you know, not to sound, you know, mean at all, but at the same time, the work that we do and the work I do is a reflection of me and my team. And that's why we have so many people coming to us because, you know, I will lovingly say, okay, these are the photos you have been using, but it's time for you to like use the photos. That's going to grow and scale you to where you need to go. Up level. Um, and up, <laughs> up level, quote unquote. <laughs> I know, I know. I just had to say it. <laughs> so good. So good. Well, that gives people a little taste too, of, you know, what you do. Okay. So I would love lastly to hear your three or the three ones that come to mind as keys, tools, tricks to quantum leaping. Cause if you think about it, it's 2023, you've totally expanded since 2020. It sounds like, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And I know we talked about, you had like a health thing somewhere in the mix. Yes. Okay. So I will share that. So I think my first thing is truly believing in yourself and believing that you deserve it because you can totally hold yourself back from your own success. And if you don't believe that you deserve it and you're going to get it, no one else is going to believe it. And that doesn't mean like tricking yourself into it and, you know, thinking like, oh, I'm going to have this thriving business, but deep down inside, you feel like you don't deserve it. Because that's what you need to work on first, I would say. So for me, I knew I went through hell and back. I knew I went through a crazy divorce, but I always knew that I was, I don't want to say better than that, but I knew I was. Like all that drama and all that that happened in my life, I knew that my purpose was bigger than I could have ever imagined. And that was the thing I always believed in myself. I knew it would take time, 
and it wasn't going to happen overnight, but I never gave up. So I think that's my number one. Number two, surround yourself with the type of people that are going to lift you up. Because if you are around someone that doesn't believe in you and they're just like, oh, okay, that's never going to happen for you. Okay, sure. You know, and that's going to bring your energy down and you're never going to go back to number one, believe in yourself, right? So if you're around people that are just, you know, happy with where they are and they've settled and they're okay with settling, then that's the that energy that you're surrounded around and you're going to end up settling yourself too. So surround yourself with like-minded women that are like you and that are moving forward. And I think that was like my biggest thing for me too, is I tried to start my business in New York so many times, but it just never happened. Maybe it was just not the right time, but I also didn't really feel like I had that group of people that was going to be like, I'm so proud of you. Keep going. Cause my family didn't understand. Like my, my family didn't understand. And when I did say I was going to do something, they'd be like, oh, here she is with another idea. And then when I learned I was a manifesting generator, I was like, I look back and I'm like, yeah, we're supposed to have all these ideas. This is what I'm supposed to do. Um, I'm moving to Florida and, you know, and having my friends that they've all had their businesses. I felt like I was looking up to them being like, I could do this too. Right. So just connecting with people. And I started listening to, you know, different podcasts. And then I would, I remember I went to go see Gabby Bernstein in person too. Like I just started doing things that my higher self was going to do. I would wake up in the morning and have my celery juice. It took me a really long time to get used to drinking celery juice, but you know what? I did it because I knew that my million dollar self was drinking celery juice every morning. And I was going to, you know, do yoga. And then I remember at one point during all of this too, I transitioned the way I was eating. So I became vegan and I was doing all plant-based. And I also noticed that, that my energy was changing too. So once I changed what I was putting in my body, it's like, it's so hard to say just three things. Like I can't narrow this down. Are like you three still plant-based? So yes, I'm still plant-based. Wow. So it's been now almost seven years. Wow. Seven years. Wow. And yeah, so it's been, it's been great. I mean, it was really hard when I had my, my health issue. So I'll share that next. That'll be number, number three. So number three is even when you think life is getting you down, it's happening for a reason. So last year I actually had heart surgery and I thought I was going to die. I never thought that I was going to actually like come out of it. I was diagnosed with having anxiety and panic attacks since I was 18 years old. And I didn't realize at the age of 37, I was going to be having heart surgery. But for about six months before that, I would go into tachycardia attacks and my heart would be racing. And I would just say, oh my gosh, I'm having another panic attack. And it turns out that I was going into SVT. And I'm not sure, you know, if anyone knows anything about SVT, but it's super ventricular tachycardia. So my heart was going, my heart was going, my heart was going out of rhythm and so my heart was going out of rhythm. And it was, it was really scary to be honest with you. So I was misdiagnosed 
And I was actually born with a heart condition. So I had an extra nodule in my heart where the energy would not be through all four chambers, but it would get stuck in the center of my heart, causing my heart to try to pump the energy out. Meanwhile, getting it out of rhythm. And it was just, it was really, it was a scary moment. I thought that I was never going to have my business again. I didn't know what was going to happen with my life. And at that point, I I started having consistent clients. And then I was in the hospital for three weeks. And unable to support them. What was that? Unable to support them. Yeah. I felt like I wasn't able to support my clients. And I remember- like, I just made it this far. Now what? I did. I had- back-to-back clients. I started my platform and I was like, oh my goodness, actually it was a year to this date. Tomorrow will be one year for my heart surgery. Oh, wow. It's it's crazy. I, I feel like very emotional. Like when I start to talk about it, because I had my biggest photo shoot ever, March 4th, 2022. I flew in my photographer from Texas. I hired a videographer I hired a, someone to do my hair and my makeup. I rented out a huge studio in Orlando and I went shopping and got like all the best outfits. I put myself through the whole process that I put my clients through and I felt amazing. And that night went out for sushi and my heart started and I was like, oh my goodness, here we go again. Like what is going on? So then I was like, is this indigestion? Is this just like anxiety? Am I overwhelmed? Like what's happening? And then two days later after that, it got to the point where I almost passed out. It was so bad. So I, I drove myself to the hospital and then I was admitted for three weeks and transferred from one hospital to another hospital to go to a specialist that could do the surgery for me. And all I kept thinking was this was supposed to be my year. Like what is happening? This was supposed to be my year. So I had to message all of my clients and tell them that I was in the hospital and just let them know, like, I will continue to work on your website when I'm, when I'm back and when I'm healed. But the only thing I kept thinking was I can't give up. I cannot give up. Like, this is so terrible, but I can't give up. So in order to get me through the process of feeling like I'm going to get through this, I just kept focusing on my business. And I just kept like, I kept looking at my photos at that point. I got the pictures back from my photo shoot. And I was like, I'm going to get back there. I had lost 30 pounds because I wasn't able to um, like eat anything really in the hospital because like, what do you give a a lot of weight? They had, it was, it was crazy. I had found out that I had a wheat allergy as well. So then I was like vegan and now I can't have gluten. I was like, what am I supposed to eat? But I felt like there was just like this whole shedding and this whole purging that I was really going throughout that time. And it was just so interesting because it's like, I was having an an issue with the energy in my heart and I'm so passionate about everything I I do. And prior to this, I had lost my, both of my grandmothers two weeks apart. And then I had also lost my cousin three months before that. So I had gone through this whole, this just, losing people. So now I thought I was going to lose my business as well. And I had my kids at home. I wasn't able to see my kids. So it was just, it was really tough, but could they come visit? They didn't come visit. I didn't want them to see me because I would, I couldn't control when I was having the episodes and it was, it was really, really scary. I mean, there was one point where I almost went AFib 
And I didn't want my kids to see me like that or get scared or nervous. So they, I told them, you know, mommy's, mommy's heart is a little sick. And then they drew me like all my daughter drew me this one picture of it was me. And then she drew these ribs and then she drew a heart in the middle. And then she put like a little broken squiggly line in it because my Mm -hmm. heart was broke. I was like, Oh my gosh, I still have it. And you know, it's like, I kept thinking like, I want my, my kids too to like, see the strength that I have that, you know, even through like the hard times I was able to push through. So it probably wasn't until two months later, I really got back into my business, but I would still comment. I would still like network a little bit, but I wasn't actually like showing up on zoom calls or, or doing anything like that. And I was just finishing out the projects I had. And then I had one client come to me that really, she saw what I was doing. And she was also, she was a psychic medium. And she was like, I have, I heard a message. Like, I know nothing about you. She's like, but I heard a message that I'm supposed to work with you. Like you are the one that's going to help me get to where I need to be. So I was like, okay, sure. Like we're going to do this. And that was my first $15,000 package I ever sold. And I was like, okay, two months ago, I was in the hospital thinking that everything was going to end, but I just didn't, I didn't give up. And I just kept seeing the bigger picture and I kept just showing up on my platform and making it better and doing everything I needed to do. And at that time I was just focusing on Allure, like Allure was my baby. I was like, you know what, right now I don't really have much to be able to give to other clients, but I can give to myself. And it just turned out to be like my creative passion project at that time because I did, it was like almost keeping me alive at that point. Like Allure was really making me not slip into a depression, even though it was hard not to. Yeah. Wait, so what's the third leap? So the third, so then the third leap is even when you feel like life is really getting you down, there's, there's reasons that it's happening. So got it. I realized that I was burning the candle out of both ends of my business. So I had to stop, look and refocus because I knew I couldn't constantly be designing website after website for clients and not having a break. So then that's when I, then I brought on my business manager. Cause I was like, I need to do this simpler. I was like, my, my health is not good right now, but I need yeah. to do this simpler and I need to be more efficient and, and I need to make more money and I need to make more money. So that's what I was like, okay, the money that I just had, I'm investing in a business manager. And when I did that, everything grew. So it was like, so good. my heart issue. <laughs> my heart issue made. My heart issue made me realize I needed to slow down. Because like the rate that I was going at, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to sustain it because I was trying to do all of the things. So to stop and look at what's happening around you and like take it all in and not get mad at it and then put a plan in action for what's going on. And I had my biggest year in business. So it still worked out. It still worked out. It still worked out. So I oh, had my first six figures in business and heart surgery the same exact year. 
So I, yeah, it's a crazy story, <laughs> but Aww. yeah, but no, it's, it's so, it's so, so juicy. So juicy. You got everyone listening can see why I wanted to interview her. Right. <laughs> She's so good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I know your dog's like, it's my turn now. I need some I attention. Know. My, my dog is in barking and biting me the entire time. It's like, <laughs> she's like, pay attention to me, mom. I know. <laughs> my dog wanted to sit in my lap in the beginning, but then I'm like, you have to come over to, if like, you really want to sit, you need to be in, come so that I can pick you up. Well, that was amazing. <laughs> Thank so you good. So- Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe and let me know by leaving a review on iTunes. It fuels me to keep bringing you more guests. And if you aren't already following me on social media, check out at Bethany London and visit BethanyLondon.com for online programs and free healing opportunities or our corporate healing platform, LondonHeights.co. Don't hesitate to tag me and our guests with your favorite quotes for a reshare. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, wishing you that quantum leap. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cast production. See you there.